Hello, and welcome to Stories from the World podcast series, copyright 2020, all rights reserved. This is David Robert Farmery. On this week's episode, I want to talk about radio songs. Down around Pittsburgh, around Louisiana way, and if the Cajun lady. That was Mississippi Queen by the Buddha Heads. Anyhow, you know, as I'm traveling around the United States, and I have been for the last several years, one of the things that I found really great is now when I listen to songs on the radio, they have an entirely different meaning. Well, not entirely in the sense of what the song is about, but when they make references to all of these places, and a lot of them out-of-the-way places in the United States, I've been to those places, and now I have this extra affinity for what they're talking about. The clip that I just played, Mississippi Queen, is a great example of this because, well, for a couple of reasons. First, when I had heard it years ago before I had ever traveled to Vicksburg, Mississippi, I always thought they were talking about Pittsburgh, but it made no sense to me because they were talking about Pittsburgh and an Cajun lady. But once I heard the song again after I had visited Vicksburg, Mississippi, the whole thing made sense to me because now it's like, oh yeah, Vicksburg, Mississippi, it's kind of right on the border of Louisiana and now Louisiana and the Cajun Queen, yada, yada, yada. The whole thing made sense to me. And I firmly admit that this song is really kind of a superficial example, but it's one that I felt was you know pretty doggone catchy. Where I really started to hear a difference was in country music. And, you know, I'm not really a fan of country music, especially the newer stuff. But as I would listen periodically to country songs, both newer and the old country music, I started to hear these correlations. And not only did it help me to understand the song better and the meanings in the song, but it helped me to understand the place, the geographical place itself, much better. There's an album by Don Henley that came out, I don't know, a couple of years ago. It's called Cass County, and he had gone back to the place where he was raised, which was Cass County, Texas. The songs that he wrote and recorded for this album were profound, and when he sang them, you could really hear in his voice the experience of going back to such a place and experiencing things as they are now. And the one song that he did, which was the one that blew me away when I first heard it, it's called Praying for Rain. Even the old folks can't recall When it's ever been this hot and dry Dust devils whirling On the first day of July It's a hundred degrees at 10 a.m. Not a cloud up in the sky Another song that he did on this album is called Waiting Tables, and I'm not going to play a clip from it, but, again, for me at least, having spent so much time on the road and so much time stopping at small, out-of-the-way diners, this song was really, really profound. It talks about a woman who is a, I think she's a single mom, and she works as a waitress in a small-town diner. She works for tips, trying to eke out a living. But again, I have experienced so many people like this, and when I listen to the words of this song, it has conjured up so many memories of so many experiences that I have had in these situations. And not only do a lot of these songs evoke memories for me, but in almost every case, 
when I return to places that have been talked about in songs, I live my experiences differently when I'm there because now, believe it or not, I actually have a deeper or a different understanding of these situations and of these places. Music for me has always been a transformative experience, but now that I have been able to combine music and the lyrics with the actual places and or people and or experiences, it has been profoundly transformative. There is also music that has transformed me as a photographer. And I may be getting a little off subject here, but I think it's worth talking about. One example that I tend to give in interviews when the interviewer asked me, you know, who my influences are, I make reference to Bruce Springsteen and more specifically to his album, Nebraska. There is not a song on this album that does not in some way shake me to my very core, making me feel in ways that are not normally felt. And why I make such reference to this album is because every time I listen to it, what I'm left with is the feeling, the incredible desire, the almost, in fact, not almost, the unquenchable desire to be able to create images that are as vibrant and as poignant and as moving as the images created by his words in these songs. A few years back, I took a dear friend of mine, Gary Ritchie, on a road trip with me down to Memphis and to the Mississippi Delta. Gary, much like me, is a big fan of the blues, so he was really anxious to experience this part of the United States. A few days before we took off on this trip, I put together a playlist of music, a playlist of songs that had to do with either the Mississippi Delta or Memphis. I also included in this playlist a few songs by a great harmonica player who lives in Clarksdale, Mississippi. And with regard to this latter part, the great harp player, that will be covered in a future rebroadcast of a podcast episode that I did just after our trip. That should be available probably in about four weeks. All I can say is that you don't want to miss it because it was truly one of life's great, great adventures. I highly recommend this whole playlist thing, especially if it's going to be like a family vacation where you know, you're going to a place that you've never been to before. Do some research, find songs that pertain to the place that you're going or even places that are between your home and your final destination. Put together this playlist and play it all the way out. I'm telling you, it has the potential to greatly heighten the experience of your entire trip. And if it does, I also guarantee you that forevermore in your life, anytime you hear any of those songs, it will just bring back a flood of amazing memories. And returning for just a minute to the original song of this podcast episode, Mississippi Queen, if you listen to this song without ever having experienced, I mean truly experienced the Cajun culture, then this song is just kind of a great song with a great beat and the lyrics conjure up all of these things in our imagination. However, once you have experienced this culture, and I got to tell you, it is one of the great cultures of the United States. 
much of the lyrics, at least for me, take on an entirely different and incredible connotation. Again, for me, they actually conjure up these visions and amazing memories that can keep me up at night. Another amazing experience for me was, again, it was a few years ago, and I was working in the Mississippi Delta, and anyhow, as I was driving home, I was hungry, and I asked someone if there was any place local to stop and get a good bite of food. They recommended a restaurant called The Hollywood. I said, you know, okay, fine, and I drove there. It was just this little place kind of on the, the outskirts of Tunica, Mississippi. It stood alone just off the road with a gravel parking lot. On the top of the building across the facade, it just said, The Hollywood. I said, okay. I went inside. You know, the atmosphere was okay. I sat down. I looked at the menu. I ordered a burger. But as I was looking around, I kept seeing all of these posters of the musician Mark Cohn. And if you're not familiar with him, I don't know. It's probably, you know, what, 20 years ago or something. He had a great hit single called Walking in Memphis. When the waitress returned to my table with my drink, I asked her, I said, you know, what's the deal with all these Mark Cohn posters? And she said, well, it's because he wrote about the Hollywood in his song, Walking in Memphis. And all of a sudden, this huge illuminating light went off in my head. It was like, oh, wow. Now it all made sense. I mean, so much sense. So I got up and I started walking around the restaurant. And sure enough, in the front of the restaurant was a piano. And in the song Walking in Memphis, he talks about Muriel who played piano every Friday at the Hollywood. Well, this is the Hollywood where Muriel played. And sure enough, Muriel was indeed a real person. She had since passed away, but she was a real person. She was there when Mark Cohn actually visited the Hollywood restaurant to get a bite to eat, and they actually played the piano together. I have to admit that, you know, first of all, this is one of my all-time favorite songs. It has been since the day it came out. I listen to it all the time still, but every time I listen to it, this part, the whole Hollywood part, never made any sense to me. But now, holy mackerelandy, it made crystal clear sense. And it gave a whole new depth to the song. And also because of this song, I had been able to re-experience Memphis and especially Beale Street in a completely different and I think a very authentic way. You know, years ago, uh, probably, what, 45 years ago, something like that, I had been stationed on the outskirts of Memphis, Tennessee. So I experienced Beale Street then, but I really didn't know anything about it, and I hadn't been back since. But in listening to Mark Cohn's song, Walking in Memphis, it started me longing to go back to Memphis, to experience it again. And when I finally made it back there, and I walked down Beale, I didn't walk down so much as a tourist as I did someone experiencing the history of Beale Street. This is, or at least can be, should be, the power of music. In many ways, for me, it's just like photography. I see such a correlation because both, if done well, create incredible images. 
that shape our thoughts, that shape our anticipations, that shape our dreams, our longings. And even, and most importantly, they can help to shape our understanding of things so that we can experience these things at a much deeper and profound level. And just as importantly, these tools can help us to solidify memories and when viewing the photographs or listening to a song later down the road, much later in life, they can bring these memories back to our present moment in a nanosecond, allowing us to relive every bit of that experience. Until next time, this is David Robert Farmery, and I want to thank you sincerely for joining me and for allowing me once again to share with you a story from the world. Yes, just as a reminder, it's copyright 2020, and yes, all rights are indeed reserved. Thanks again for listening. See you next time.